do it. Check one, check two, check three. It's me, Rob Cantrell, the host of the Cannabis Coffee Hour. I'm here live and direct modern day Wolfman Jack. Uh, do you know about the Wolfman Jack? Arr- Uh, I'm talking a little low. It's just New York apartments. I'm back. We're we're still doing this. Uh, It's going to be a solo mission. Um, We got some more sour diesel, and I'm drinking Dunkin' Donuts today. (laughs) It's that type of joint. Uh, Medium roast, though. Ground. I got this at the CBS late night coming from a, uh, a late night set in Manhattan. I knew I was running out of the other beans. I still had that Think Coffee. If you guys listened uh, last week, I was uh, sampling just the most high-end. I mean, I wouldn't say it's the most high-end, but it's one of the better uh, coffee spots, Think Coffee, in Manhattan. Um, But right now, I'm just fucking with Dunkin', yo. (laughs) Dunkin' Donuts. This is straight out of Boston's asshole. I shouldn't say that, but I just think of Boston and Dunkin' Donuts go together. But I like me some Dunkin'. I'll fuck up some Dunkin'. Dunkin's got some good iced coffee. This is I just got a bag of Dunkin'. And it hits the spot. And it's definitely got the... Uh, it's definitely got the caffeine. But I got my glass one-hitter here again. Uh, I got some more Sour Diesel, which, which is my brand. Uh, which I do dig. We'll mix it up. We'll mix it up. But I wanted to be consistent... I wanted to uh, keep it going and flowing. It's another week. I'm grateful to be alive. Uh, I'm zenning it out. Uh, You know, I'm opening up. I'm uh, learning. I'm grooving. Uh, Making moves. Uh, I'm doing shows again with Tracy Morgan in Richmond, Virginia. I'm going back to Virginia. Going back to Richmond. I never lived in Richmond, but uh, I have some friends that live there, and I have some really good friends that live in Richmond, Virginia, but I'm a little scared to hit everybody up because I think it's going to be a sold-out venue, and I think I could get comps, but, you know, it's just kind of stressful sometimes when it isn't your show completely. (laughs) Uh, You know, I'm just there to open up and kill in front of, you know, Tracy Morgan, and uh, that's it, man. I try to get in and get out and uh, do the best job that I can. You got to do the best you can. Uh, That's the gig, man. That's what I'm striving to do is do the best I can. I'm going to try to make this the best podcast uh, I can. And this is the Cannabis Coffee Hour. I got an awesome, awesome, I got my glass one I wouldn't say it's even a one What is this? A chillum. A chillum. A glass chillum, which is an really is a great way to taste herb and it's not too overabundant and you can control it but it has a fat bowl on it so you can get a nice big nug in there if you need to but you can also you know slow it down if you need um it's it's great for personal use uh again um it's uh let's taste some of this stuff and see where my mind's gonna go. We're definitely gonna go a little bit freeform. Um, I've been just uh, 
trying to stay disciplined with writing. It's been hard. But I, I gotta also be good to myself. So I do get some stuff done. But man, positive mental attitude is the way to go, man. Especially the older you get. It's just like, you know, all that teen angst and anger and stuff. It, it, you know, it can help you motivate you when you're younger. But um, positivity helps me kind of keep moving. I use, you know, I keep, I'm not perfect, man. I definitely have, I wake up, sometimes, today I woke up grumpy. I think I get a little bit of anxiety of trying to get this podcast done. Not too much, but it is on my mind. Like, I don't want to drop the ball. I, I see the numbers are going up, and I definitely appreciate every fucking listener that's on here um, that's digging it. Man. This herb tastes great. It's a, you know, you can't go wrong with sour diesel. Um, I feel like writing some raps right now. Uh, Can I get some hand claps? I gotta, I gotta cool off with the music a little bit. I will say my last episode of the Cannabis Coffee Hour, I thought was great, great, great. But towards the end when I tried to mix the guitar with the funky beat, like I listened back to it and it just didn't sit right. It kind of sounded off but you know you got to try you got to throw it out there um i think as we move on and develop and maybe i get a little bit more professional equipment and get some time to work more on my beat making and guitar playing i definitely want to blend that shit together uh man i feel like being creative right now and i am i'm making a podcast I'm in Brooklyn, New York. The, it's, the sun is coming out, man. It got cold again. But today the sun is out. I hit the gym. I got some sun on my face. Um, I, uh, I definitely uh, did some yoga. I rolled the mat out. I opened with a uh, banana shake. As you know, I like to drink what's called the Liquid Elvis, which is I drink it every morning. That's, I don't need anything else. It's peanut butter. Banana, cinnamon, ice, 0% fat milk, or whatever you got. I'm not, I like almond milk, I like oat milk, I like cashew milk, I like just fatty, I'll, I'll fuck up some buttermilk. Have you ever had some buttermilk? That is some next level fatness right there, but, the, but uh, it tastes delicious if timed right. And it makes the best biscuits. If you want to make, speaking of going to Richmond, Virginia, we are tapping back into my southern roots. Uh, heading back that way, and I'm looking forward to it. Um, I love the New York grind, and I love it, but man, you, literally, I can tell when I leave New York, like, the, my, there's like a pressure drop in my whole system. I don't know if it will with this, because, you know, I'm working. We're, I'm jumping a plane out of LaGuardia. I got to figure out how to get to LaGuardia, which is, uh, we flew out of Newark last time and that was easy. Um, I just took the Long Island, I took a train out there and it was brilliant. Um, and it, sometimes like people will be like, oh, I'm going to ball her out and take Ubers all over New York. But what you have to understand is that there's so many people in so many cars, sometimes that's the longest and more infuriating way because you get stuck in some side street or some whack-ass shit happens. 
in front of you and the car breaks down or trucks backing up or somebody's having a meltdown, like, you know, just so many fucking people. So sometimes taking a car or an Uber or a Lyft is uh, actually the sucker way to go and taking the subway or the mass transit when you have to head out to like New Jersey or some of these others, there's uh, the New Jersey Railroad and the Long Island Railroad. And uh, I have to say, fly. I recommend flying into Newark. It's not that bad. Uh, and New Jersey takes so much shit. And I give New Jersey a lot of shit because some of my first gigs I did, not some of my first gigs, but you know, I bombed hard in New Jersey when I first started out. It's a tough fucking crowd. It's a weird, it's a different vibe, but it's also some of the coolest, fun, funniest. Uh, it's great food. You know, it's, it's a part of New York, New Jersey, Long Island, um, the Bronx, uh, Brooklyn, where I'm at. You know, I am not a New Yorker. I mean, I guess I am. I've been here since 2005, and it's almost 2015. I mean, 2020, it's almost 2020, Um, and uh, so so it's almost 2020, so what is that? That's 15 years. Some people don't even live 15 years of life. (laughs) So, you know, I'm like a 15-year-old boy in this town. Uh, I'm a 15-year-old New Yorker. I don't know, nobody knows who's a, if you're born here, I think if you're a real New Yorker, or if you live here and you came up here, um, but it's always going and it's always testing you and it's always, you just have to make more decisions during the day. Or you keep it simple. I do keep it pretty simple. Uh, My decisions today were banana shake, workout, had to do some stuff with the fam. But uh, I did do yoga, I did, I've been meditating. My med, I have to say, like, I can meditate and I can work out. It's the writing discipline of just these certain projects. And I think a lot of it's in my head. Like, I'll get one or two pages, but I really need to just crank, like, whole scripts out. That's where I want to get to is that I'm just doing... The thing about art and scripts and writing is, like, you just can't be too precious with it, man. You can't overthink it. I was reading some Bruce Lee quotes. I don't know if you follow me on Instagram, but I did some movies where I just had this tripod on. I was coming home from that late night spot. I had a bag of fucking Dunkin' Donuts. Oh yeah, I bought this bag, ground bag. It was $9.99 of Dunkin' Donuts uh, original blend. They had other, other flavors, but I like Dunkin' Donuts original blend. This is a medium roast. It's ground. The thing I've learned with the French press, if you do, do used ground coffee, it almost espressos out on you, you know? So you almost create your own like thick, but you gotta be careful with it, man. I think that's what was happening with that bag of Pete's coffee, that, cause I was drinking that ground Pete's coffee. Yo, Pete's coffee is, Starbucks is pretty strong, but I think Pete's coffee, I mean, that shit will fucking race you, man. You better not hit the treadmill after that. Because your, your heart will be going, brrr, you'll be doing that fucking uh, EDM music in your head, man. You would, I just stopped by my dude and uh, my friend of mine, and he was pumping some EDM music. He's just one of those dudes. He's like a technical dude. Uh, 
and uh, he pumps EDM music while he organizes and gets his life together because there's no lyrics to it. But I've noticed there's something about electronic music and gearheads. I think gearheads enjoy... Uh, what I've learned about when I did my hip-hop album or uh, music album, I don't want to say when I create music it's hip-hop or even one genre. You know, if anything, I want to move away from any type of label when it comes to art because I think that's the new thing because we have this technology now and everybody has access to it and you literally can do whatever dream, if you wanna be a country music singer, right now you could do that with this phone and a fucking guitar and put yourself on SoundCloud and go, you know, make some country music, do your Instagram, get a big ass hat, you know, get, get some stirrups, get some, uh, um, some leather chaps, yo. It's, I never really rocked the, the uh, cowboy. I never got into boots. <laughs> uh, I like tennis shoes. I mean, I like hip hop, but I like regular shoes too. You know what shoes I want, man. You, you want to know the Rob Cantrell vibe is the hush puppy. Yo, the hush puppy. Those leather, like with the thick ass soles. They're not great for New York. Uh, you have to watch out for New York, man. You got to be really careful. I'm on my feet all the time. I don't own a car. I haven't owned a car since 2005. I've done everything via foot and uh, the subway and fucking cabs and Ubers. and But a lot of walking, man. I do a lot of walking. I walk everywhere, man. Um, I, my gym is downhill. And then I walk back up. I walk downhill and back up this hill just to go down and practice walking. <laughs> no, I did, uh, just to slow down a little bit here, I think that Sour Diesel definitely kicked in because I had like eight thoughts going on all at once. I got to hit the seltzer. And I drank a lot of Dunkin' Donuts. Um, this is probably the last cup of the second French press. I didn't, no, I, this is, I had like, I did a late night French press, not a late night, but I did like a coffee, you know, like five o'clock, but I needed some coffee and I hate buying coffee. I mean, I can and I will, but, uh, you know, you got to grind sometime in New York. You got to, you know, any, any type of money sucker moves in New York can take even the richest dude down, man. So you have to watch it. My first new year in New York, like, I was drinking iced coffees every day. And they charge you, like, $4 for fucking iced coffee, man. Um, did I teach you guys? Did I? I can hip you to it. But then I learned. Somebody just opened my mind. I, I have a French press, right? I know I talk about the French press. But it is the best way to make iced coffee. And it makes it better than any iced coffee there is. The thing is, you do need some hours. So you put your, ground your coffee. Get a French press. Take a regular tablespoon, put 10 scoops, 10. I don't care what size it is, put 10 scoops with your fucking regular ass spoon, 10 scoops of ground coffee. You kind of want a rough cut, but you also got to watch the rough cut. Like I've noticed with the rough cut, maybe I'm getting more and more addicted to coffee. Like I noticed like I don't like seeing through my coffee. I like it thick like oil you know you actually want that 
oil on top when you have really good fresh coffee. It's, it almost looks like olive oil, you know? It's like got that nice slick to it. And that's when you're like, oh man, these beans ain't no joke. Like when you have some dry ass coffee or some dry ass grounds, you're not gonna get that. Um, you're not gonna get that oil slick that you want on top of the fresh cup of coffee. Um, you get that with the fresh beans and I don't know. Maybe I'm being a little snobby, but I'm not being too snobby because I bought this bag of Dunkin' Donuts at CVS at 12.30 at night. I did this show, a really cool show at the Drexler. It's on Tuesday nights, and it's Todd Manasseh's show, this comedian, really out there dude. It's kind of, it's in the Lower East Side. It's on Tuesdays, and he kind of lets me up whenever I want to stop, not to say... But I've been doing stand-up for 20 years, so a lot of the people in the trenches that have been around, you know, I have relationships with. It's just relationships with over the years, so they're kind of glad to see you. And they know that you're going to do a decent job on the show, so they'll just let you up. I mean, it was a free show. I did it strictly, strictly to do the time and to see Todd and kick it. And it's kind of a a place where you can experiment with material. His friend Richie Rich, my friend Richie Rich, uh, who came out to my album recording of Pure Uncut Joy. Rich is the dude that DJs, it's called The Ugg Show. If you're ever in New York, shout out to The Ugg Show, Todd Manasse, and I think I'm pronouncing that right. I've known him for like 10 years. I hope I'm not fucking up his last name. <laughs> and his dude, Richie Rich. I'm not sure what Rich's last name was. Oh, it's Rich James. It's not Rick James, his friend is Rich James, but he all, you know, I never give him the Rick James joke because I know he catches that shit since he's been born. So I don't, if, if the joke is just laying there, I don't fuck with it, you know, if it's too spot on. Sometimes I do if it's, I mean, I like a good, you know, a bathroom humor, sex humor, uh, any, you know, just the classic dick, pussy, and shit jokes. I, I you know, straight up the gut. But if it's, if it's just too plain, you know, if it's just too just out there, you know, especially if it's another person. I've never been a person that made fun of another person. Well, I probably have, I mean, when I was little. But it's not something I enjoyed or I learned that lesson early on. I never, I'm, I'm not a comedian. I'm not a roast dude. I've done roasts. I'm not the best roast comedian. I've turned down so many roasts. Not so many, but I've turned down a few. And a couple of them are like my friends that aren't comedians that want me to do a roast of their friend. Um, and I'll be like, nah, you know, I just, I don't want, I've done it before and it is fun because it is just, it's like playing t-ball with jokes. It's literally, and if you are that type of cat, if you are like kind of a mean dude that writes mean jokes, and being mean is funny. No, you know, everybody has their own fucking vibe, man. That's what I'm getting to. Like, that's why I'm trying to stay positive. It's such a competitive business, but at the same time, art doesn't have to be competitive. Like, you could think of it that way in order to motivate yourself, but at the same time, the real power is being yourself and pushing your uniqueness and what, you know, maybe you're not vibing with this dude or that dude or this crew or that crew or, artistically in your community, 
But at the same time, you just do your own thing and amplify that shit and go towards that. Then you can kind of block out the fuzz that is going on. But at the same time, I do love performing with the best, man. Performing with the best. And that's why I am so blessed to be touring with Tracy Morgan. You know, he, the guys on this tour are fucking killers. And they wouldn't have me on this tour if I wasn't, if I couldn't cut the mustard. So, you know, I'm learning a ton I'm playing, it's like, you know, I'm playing ball with the best, man. Stand-up comedy is, you know, a lot, it's a lot like a sport. And people that come from a sports background understand the idea of losing and just kind of not taking it personal, you know? And with art, you get just so precious and everything's personal because, especially with stand-up, because it's you, you know? It's so isolating, man. The longer I get into it, I understand, you know, how some of these dark corners of people's minds and comedy and, you know, a lot of my, I have a lot of people that have died in comedy. Um, and it's not all from the same thing, you know. Uh, a good friend of mine, Dan Crawford, you know, I don't want to bring the podcast down, but he was, lo- he was the, my favorite dude of all time, my best friend, my right hand dude for a couple years and held me down and supported me. And made me feel like, you know, this dude, we were in a jazz band. We had a comedy jazz band in San Francisco. Not to talk about San Francisco again, but I hope to be back there. It looks like things are starting to play out. Uh, Some cards are getting played, and I'm going to be booked in California, it looks like. I'll let you know as soon as it happens. But uh, Dan Crawford, one of my good friends, died at like 28 years old because he didn't have health insurance. And he got the flu. And... uh, and it, he had an aneurysm, like it was like this really nasty bug. And uh, he went to the emergency room twice and they didn't really give him the right medication. They kind of shooed him away because he didn't have health insurance and he ended up dying. So that's one way to go. And then, you know, I toured with Mitch Hedberg that same year and he died from heroin, you know? And he was a great dude. Both of those good dudes were some of the best dudes i i love those dudes that oh man dan croft and mitch hedberg you know i'm not we didn't we weren't the same year in com- he was 15 16 years into comedy when i met him and did shows with him so he was dan and i were you know contemporaries mitch was like an older awesome comic that definitely had the best vibe of any comedian it wasn't like a dickish meanish vibe it was very you know he just did his own thing he was a crafts craft craftsman at heart you know an artist at heart and you know just a great comic just a joke writer he wrote jokes man that guy wrote jokes uh jokes on jokes on jokes i'm not the biggest i mean i got some jokes (laughs) but i also have a couple stories my vibe is a little bit different um, but I want to get back to doing some jokes. The only thing about doing one-liners, like you gotta have, you gotta be like Mitch, man. You gotta have just killers, and you gotta have them stacked. You gotta have a hundred of them in your pocket. And the one guy that even did it better than Mitch, and even Mitch would probably, I don't know, some, you know, some of Mitch, Mitch Hedberg's jokes were so good. But Rodney Dangerfield, Rodney Dangerfield, and I did. I was there the night Dangerfield died and I was opening for Hedberg and Hedberg gave this great like tribute after he killed for like an hour and a half but this was towards the heroin end so he was another cat 
that went down. And then I did Last Comic Standing with Ralphie May. We were the first season. That was a huge deal. I don't know if I ever talked about that whole experience in full detail. But Ralphie May, the one of the biggest comedians, he would hate for me to do the fat joke. I'm not going to do the obvious fat joke, but he was one of the biggest touring comedians in America for a good five years. And there's no fucking, yeah, the numbers are all there. Dude was killing it. He still killed. I mean, I did a bunch of shows with him in Michigan and he, he packed it. And this was towards the, it had been like 10 years since he was on Last Comic Standing. But he had a bunch of Netflix specials, and you just put him in a small town, in a small theater, anywhere in Arkansas, anywhere in the South, he's going to sell out. So he was crushing it on the road. He had a bunch of money, and he died of a heart attack, and he, we are the exact same age. Yeah, Ralphie, man. Um, rest in peace. You know, I don't want to go bummer on it, all this shit, but all I'm saying is <laughs> I got a lot of friends on the other side. And I do believe I'm going to see it. I don't know. That's my gut feeling, and I don't want to get too gaudy with this or too downery. But I, the older you get, the more friends you have on the, that have passed to whatever is on the other side or, you know, what I think is uh, what helps me kind of sort out the chaos is the idea of the other side and heaven. But I also believe you have to create your own heaven on earth. You know, you have to do it here. And that's what the American dream, I think, was, you know, built on. Um, but, you know, I say American dream because maybe it's been co-opted. But I'm not, and I don't want to get too, like, pro-America, but that's where I was born. But I do understand the bigger picture, and I've traveled around the world in this beautiful blue planet from, I've been to Alaska. <laughs> I've been to Mexico. I've been to the Dominican Republic. I've been to Jamaica, but I've been to Jamaica a lot, like uh, six or seven times in the last 10 years. Jamaica is really close to New York. That's why there's so many Jamaicans here, yo. And Jamaica is where hip hop's come from. And that brings me full circle to, uh, yeah, I don't wear cowboy boots, man. <laughs> I wear, I, I did, but I'm not a sneakerhead either. Right now, I'm rocking some Solomons. I don't know if you know about Solomons, but Solomons make skis. And, and uh, Solomons and skis have ski boots. And that's like the most high-end foot technology. Like, skiers don't fuck around with their feet. It's all about your feet. It's all about the boot. It's all about the fit of the boot when you talk about skiing, you know? So Solomon is a ski company. So they make bomb-ass shoes that's why you know your feet man everything's coming full circle maybe it's the super diesel maybe i'm just happy to be here i love doing this podcast the numbers are going up dude i'm saying i'm looking we're doing triple quadruple digits we're doing stuff daily i got the stats um please listen to this podcast mostly i just pay attention and pay attention and promote the itunes and the Spotify. My gut tells me Spotify, Spotify. But I know they're not the best with the money with the money. But this is a podcast. We'll figure it out. I'll figure out monetization down the line. I know everybody's talking all this 
uh, social media shit or the more you have to do it. But I do use it. I have to say I do like Instagram, um, but I also hate it. <laughs> I think I should take Instagram and Twitter off my phone like once a week, like for a few days, because I do go back to it and way too much. Or maybe, you know, all of it is a self-discipline thing. Um, my self-discipline has been good. I have been zenning it out. I meditated 15 minutes today after I do yoga. What I do, uh, not to get weird or anything, but uh, uh, I don't wear boxers. I get, you know, I got regular sports underwear. Not, uh, I actually got some underwear from Patagonia that's really good for like outdoor stuff. And uh, so I got that and then I got these sweatpants. They're not even a real brand. I just got them off the internet one time. I don't like supporting Google, but one time I just looked up good sweatpants and they came up with, and these are like these silver with a nice blue line. They're kind of like a knockoff Adidas. So I rocked that. I got the Patagonia underwear and then uh, I rolled the yellow mat out and I stretch and I call it yoga. Sometimes I go, sometimes I, I say to Alexa that I want some ambient music for yoga and then she gives me an ambient music for yoga and then I just go through my stretches for however time. I never time yoga. There's Alexa talking about yoga. Alexa, can you be quiet and stop listening to my conversations? Uh, no, I, I, I'm sorry, Alexa. I didn't mean to be too aggressive on that. <laughs> but Alexa, it is weird that I was explaining it. You can't say her name or shit pops off. You gotta be worried about Alexa, man. You can't say her name or she starts listening to you and starts talking. If you're just talking about her. Um, but I, I, I do, I go... Somebody asked me, what's my yoga routine? <laughs> Which is, uh, I've, I've been enjoying doing yoga and then enjoying working with my, I do have some, just some regular plants that I've been watering and the sun's like coming out, so I'm getting all into it. But my stretches are, I start with a, uh, you know, bowing to Allah, they call it, what is it? children's pose or like mouse pose it's like you're all curled up in a ball and you got your arms straight ahead of you you have your knees in your chest and you're sitting on the top of your feet you're like I learned all this I used to wrestle so I knew how to do all these stretches and uh, I wrestled since the third grade to high school to the end of high school um, so um, I did all these I, you know I worked out all the time. I did stretches all the time. And now I'm kind of getting back into shape. I'm in the same, I'm at the same weight, uh, 172, as I was in high school. So I'm at my high school weight. I'm eating right. You know, Ralphie May passed away. He was my age. And, you know, he never ate right. And, you know, it just all built up. And, you know, he also was taking, you know, you know all kinds of pills because of his weight. And, and he was going through a rough divorce and he died in Vegas, man. That of a heart attack, you know. Rest in peace. He was such a great dude. And uh, he gave me a ton of work. And I learned, 
he's one of the best. I learned a shitload about stand-up comedy um, from him. Um, and uh, he was just a super road dog, you know? Like the roadiest of road dogs. Uh, so I learned a shitload from him and Mitch. And my friend Dan Crawford was one of the funniest people I've ever met in my life. One of the coolest as well. A lot of it's, you know, I just like people that are cool. That know about zenning it out. That hit some herb from time to time. But at the same time, everybody's got to have their own vibe. And what works for me might not work for you. Stretching and smoking herb. You might just want to eat hamburgers and punch a brick wall. I don't know. I just know that, uh, you know, stretching and drinking lots of water, eating my vitamins, uh, I've been getting some sleep. I even went like three or four days without smoking pot and it felt great. Um, starting to learn how to just control my mind and the thoughts in my mind. And that's from stretching and meditation. It's all connected, man. It's all connected. And the creativity and the positivity, you have to, man. Being creative is just fucking work, you know? It's cool work, it's great work, but you do gotta put the pedal to the metal and the uh, rubber to the road, and you also gotta put the pin to the pad or type in your iPad. Um, you gotta get it done. You gotta drink some coffee. Uh, but I have been going over my sets, and I worked out. I did went out one night. You know, this is a late show. This is when I grabbed the coffee. I, I was running low on the think beans. I have a few of it left, but all I, I knew that I only had like a half a French pros, French press worth of beans. So I knew in the morning I needed, I needed that thickness. I like my coffee like oil, man. I want the oil slick. I want it thick. I like my herb good. Um, so I don't have to smoke a lot. I like my seltzer bubbly. Um, I like my podcast about one hour, and that's what this is. And maybe it's sometimes shorter. I do think, I, I love my beats. I like my beats. I like making my beats. I don't eat beats. I sometimes do. I sometimes, it's supposed to be really good for you. I've been looking at beats. I tell you what I do like. I do like some eggplant. Man, my girl made me some eggplant lasagna, and that shit was awesome. It was the bomb. And it felt good to eat it the next day. But I think I did put on some LBs because that's heavy pasta. That's that sheet pasta, man. Lasagna is no joke. I usually eat pretty cleaner than that. Um, lots of good chicken. What else have I been eating? But no. Um, the workout was good today. I didn't do the elliptical. I did the ski joint. Did it's kind of like this, you got two ski poles, and then it kind of slides, goes back and forth. So I, that's, an even, that's even, and it was, it was me and three girls. And it was, there's four of these machines. And the gym was packed this morning, man. I guess everybody had the, let's hit the gym vibe. It's so funny. Because I have been really consistent about, because I'm paying for my gym. I ain't got fucking wasted, man. And I'm... 46, and I need to get some blood pumping through this fucking heart, you know? If you just sit around looking at YouTube all day and, and writing shit on your computer, you gotta stand up, you gotta walk around, you gotta work out, you gotta get on that elliptical, you gotta get... So it was just me and three girls, uh, and I had to walk, and everybody was together, and I just... 
I was just in the, the whole gym was like these tough dudes. And I was just like, hello. And I was just rocking it out. Uh, watching, so, you know, it's Brooklyn. They got CNN going and they got some ESPN going. Oh, I got to check out a Brooklyn Nets game. That was fucking awesome. Um, the seats were nosebleed, but they were dope. Because uh, there weren't that many people there and you got to see the whole thing. And I just walked to the venue and I just walked back home. Uh, it was awesome. It was a sick, sick experience. I recommend if you're ever in Brooklyn to check out a Brooklyn Nets game. They're, or our shows at Brooklyn. Like I said, man, they got some of the best concerts over there. I haven't seen a concert yet. Uh, my friend Artie Fuqua went to, uh, he's a comedian and he's on tour with Tracy Morgan as well. But he went to Post Malone on New Year's, and I saw from his Instagram stories that that uh, that it was looked like a pretty dope show. I'm not into that cat that hard. Uh, I'm 46, <laughs> but I do listen to some of the new shit. I'm not a hater of all this trap or any of the new hip hop. I'm, you know, I think they get it. They know that you know it's just vibes, man. You just work with. Musically, you just work with whatever vibes you, you know, you go towards. You go towards the love. You always go for the love. That's what another thing I'm trying to sort out in my head. Like, trying to, you know, don't doubt yourself. You know, if you go towards the love, you rarely doubt, you know, it's, uh, you don't need to doubt yourself as much. <laughs> Not that I doubt myself. You should never doubt yourself because, man... Everybody's going, you know, to the same damn place, you know. You only got a few fucking... This thing is going by fast, man. And I'm just working on being grateful. And I'm trying to do the best I can. Do the best cannabis coffee hour I can. I'm hitting this wood hitter. I'm talking to these gnomes that are sitting here. Uh, I'm drinking some fucking... <coughs> Some Duncan. <coughs> I'm having a blast. Uh, thank you for listening to this podcast, man. Um, there's nothing I'd rather do than do this podcast with you right now. Well, there's a lot of things, but when it comes to being creative or work, this is fun. And making beats is fun, even playing my guitar badly. What I noticed, I was embarrassed by the two things audio-wise from the last episode, Think Diesel, was towards the end was like the guitar didn't lay in the beats. And it was just kind of random. And I did that. I try to keep it spur of the moment. Like, I do think improv in order to do comedy is, like, everything's funnier in the moment. You know, if you get, if you get too much in a groove or get too much in a rut, like, the art sits stagnant. So it's nice to mix it up, man. Um, I don't know how I stepped into all that because I just forgot where I was going. Because I was looking at this book. I got this book of comedy, A Rough Guide to Comedy Movies. I do enjoy filmmaking. PMA, you got to keep it positive, man. Uh, I got this book all about Rushmore, Roxanne, uh, Raising Arizona. Great film. This, uh, The Odd Couple, it has all these... National Lampoon, Animal House, hilarious, Monty Python, uh, Life of Brian. 
I haven't been able to sit down and watch movies, but I enjoy making films and I enjoy making The Last PMA. I want you to check it out. It's called Church. I did it with this comedian, Mookie Thompson. You can check him out online. He does a lot of stuff with the Lucas Brothers and he lived here in Brooklyn. He just moved out to LA. He was on the last season of Little Rel, uh, his TV show. But I did a short film series with him and uh, the last episode is awesome. But the views aren't huge. But how can the views be huge on anything these days, man? Everybody's got these phones and everybody's trying to be famous on them. And so much whackness is going down that it almost bums you out even owning the phone in the first place. But there is a lot of dope shit on there. And I had a blast doing some Insta movies this week. <laughs> Uh, I had a blast, man. I did this karate sequence. I hope it wasn't, uh, I hope it wasn't racist by any means, but I don't think so. I love Bruce Lee. I was reading all this Bruce Lee, and then there's this thing that says, somebody spray painted it. It was like this construction that was going down, and I walked by the street, and I did it the same night. I had the Dunkin' Donuts, but it has this somebody, it was this construction site that said, enter, and it had this orange, big orange yellow, uh, arrow painted on this green like thing they're doing construction and somebody wrote over enter the dragon somebody wrote in graffiti right underneath it the dragon which i thought was hilarious so i took a picture of it and then i posted that on the insta stories and then when i was coming home there's another there's like like all these mma or like this place just was old school karate that's what I like. I grew up in the 70s, man. I don't even watch MMA. I can't even say it. I like Bruce Lee movies. I like to know that the guys aren't getting hurt. <laughs> I want to see some fighting and know the guys aren't getting hurt. I got to write that down. I don't give a fuck. That is funny. Or maybe I'm just... Um, but I like me some old school karate. So I did some old school. I never took a karate class in my life. But uh, I can dance. I'm a good dancer. I got to admit, I got to do some more popping and locking. That's what I want to do. But I don't want to give too many of my ideas out on this fucking podcast. I do think some comedians listen to this and try to bite some shit. No, I should, can't go there. That's that negative thinking. Karate. Um, you know, we're all dealing with all... Um, when you're dealing with creativity... You've, just like karate, man. You just got to get out there and just fucking chop, chop, chop. And you got to give them the kick and you got to give them the knee. Old school karate. I like kung fu movies when I know the dudes aren't getting hurt. <laughs> that's the only thing about MMA and fight. You know, somebody might punch you in the face and that's not cool. Um, that's not my vibe. I can't fight. Uh, especially not nowadays. No, no, no. Um... But I can drink some coffee and I can smoke some cannabis and uh, I could do a podcast and work on my kung fu. <laughs> I did some uh, kung fu with my phone. I shot it like I had my tripod because I've been trying to tape my stand-up sets when I would go out. And uh, at the show, I didn't. I I'd either do audio or I try to videotape it. But I should videotape it. It's just these phones have such great cameras and it is a part of my work. Like, I do try to think about the technology like Star Wars, you know? Like, Luke had a lightsaber. Like, you should use technology 
but for good and you should just be kind of minimal with it and just use what you need and drop the rest that's what bruce lee was talking about was like use what you need out of, you know out of something but if it's not working if it's not your vibe just you know cut it out you know uh, and keep it moving keep it grooving cannabis coffee hour this is not reuben steuben this is big rob i'm rocking this like it's my job i'm not a slob i keep it tight every week every night i'm doing shows i'm rocking flows i'm doing a podcast now you know tell everybody you heard oh shit word oh that's some good seltzer there's a little freestyle there we got to do some we got to do some awkward raps if it's gonna be the cannabis coffee hour um because no freestyling is actually very good for your brain and it's like the highest end of artistic thought is the freestyle and the improv that's why i can't diss on improv dudes that much you know <laughs> even though i am a stand-up in my heart i didn't i wasn't in, in improv groups in college i actually thought it was kind of nerdy um, but now I'm like, man, what was I thinking? I should have just done that shit because it does come in handy and all that shit can be trained and learned. There's certain, the thing about improv dudes and girls and dudesettes is that they book commercials and they get on Saturday Night Live because there is a certain element of, the, there's just certain tricks, just like stand up. you know, you learn certain things that you can be put, you could put yourself in a better uh situation to succeed but the only thing about stand-up is funny is funny or comedy is funny is funny and whether it's improv sketch long form i don't give a fuck musical if it's funny it's funny that's 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 the only 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 uh rule of comedy uh but yeah check out my show pma it's the short film series speaking of comedy movies I think it could be a movie. We're going to edit it, man. I had a lot of fun shooting it. And it's all in Brooklyn. You know, if you want to visually see this podcast, watch my video series. I have it on my YouTube. I need to upload the church episode. I haven't done that yet. Because YouTube, everybody, the thing about all these fucking systems, if you're not super duper uber uh, lift famous, these motherfuckers, you know, charge you. And who wants to pay for fucking Facebook, man? Who the fuck wants to pay for Facebook? Who wants to pay Twitter? Who wants to pay Instagram? Man, fuck that. But I have. <laughs> if you want views, that's how they got you, man. They're straight drug dealers, man. They are straight drug dealers. And I post this thing on, uh, I post this podcast via um, Spotify on my Twitter. And I notice it doesn't run as big. Because they got it all figured out, man, these algorithms. Uh, but they are, I do like algorithms. I have to say I love Spotify. I love my Spotify playlist. I made an awesome playlist on my Spotify that's on my Twitter right now. Go check it out. It's actually every track of my stand-up album, Pure Uncut Joy. Hashtag Pure Uncut Joy, the title of my stand-up album, my new stand-up album that you can listen to right now. 
uh, I actually made a playlist with a track after uh, a musical track, one of somebody cool that uh, that I like uh, for each track on there. So I did that. It's called uh, Rob Cantrell Pure Uncut Joy Accompaniment or something. Uh, yeah, I shouldn't say something. No, it's great. It's it's a playlist. It's called Rob Cantrell's Pure Uncut Joy, a musical accompaniment. I think I spelled it. I had to spell check it. Thank God for that red squiggly line that tells you when you can spell. People used to call me can't spell in high school and still do. I can't spell, but once Spart, I was never a good speller. It was so hard. I would spell everything wrong. I think I overthink shit. Maybe you can tell from listening to this podcast, but I'm learning to calm my mind and zen it out. Like, that's what's nice about getting older. And also, you appreciate life more. Because it's all a gift and we're all organic. We're all like the fucking ferns out here, man. We're all like the planet. We're all like the trees. You gotta drink a shitload of water and you gotta hustle some money because we're in a capitalist society. So you better get some coffee. <laughs> Coffee and capital. I don't see. There I go. Political. Who gives a fuck, man? Um, it's all about the vibe, and uh, and be having a positive vibe. You know, Rastaman vibe. No, positive vibe. That's how high I am. Is that I'm fucking up Bob Marley songs right now. <laughs> um, so maybe we'll drop it there, man. Uh, no. Uh, you guys are awesome. I appreciate you listening. I'm having the blast on this podcast. I think that Kung Fu, I mean, I'm learning the material. I'm coming up with new material. I enjoy doing this solo podcast. Um, but I want to get the technology better and the spot better if I'm going to do guests down the line. And I also want to travel too. But right now, I'm going to probably be, you know, I'm not going to smoke any weed in Richmond. I'm going to probably go down there and just rock them out. Um, I've did that before. It's not a bit. Yeah, I, that's the thing about weed that it's not addictive. And then this is the thing about getting older. You've learned how to control some of these impulses and you're like, oh shit, I got to knock some shit out. I got to do this, this, that, and the other. And the thing about weed is like the, the less you smoke, the higher you get. <laughs> and the more you smoke it, you end up just going on to that that ohm, which is nice too, you know, sometimes riding the ohm is pretty good. It matters where you are in life and where you need to be and where you need to go. And all I'm saying to you is you could do it. You know, the dream is in your mind and in your heart. And you could point that ship in that direction and, and set up sail. It might take a minute to catch some wind, but you know, it's there. It's all there. And, uh, I appreciate you being there and listening to this right now. And like and subscribe. I hope I'm not saying that too much. I hope I'm not going into a creative robot groove. Um, Hopefully I'm rocking a steady, funky groove. Yo, drop the beat. Uh, Let's call this one D&D 24. That's it, man. Hope to hear from you some more. You can contact me at contact at robcantrell.com. Send me uh, something. Well, nothing weird. All right. Peace.